welcome to The Perfect Blend, the podcast where we pair the books we read with a delicious cup of tea. I'm Shelley Haskell. And I'm Candy Beaker. Hey, everybody. Welcome to The Perfect Blend. I am Shelly. And I am Candy. And we are so very, very glad you joined us today for our next book, which is The Bake Shop at Pumpkin and Spice. Yep. This is three short stories or novellas that are part of the Moon by Main series. And I think there's about nine books in this series. Mm-hmm. And all of them have three short stories by three different authors. Some of the authors are the same amongst the series, but there's many different authors. I, you can't hardly keep up with that. It's an interesting type of read for sure. It's funny. I'm glad we picked this. And I've told you this before, but my Bliss Tribe that I'm part of, uh-huh. some of them had posted that they had got this book for a seasonal read and so I got it and it had these great cookie recipes in it so I'm making the cookies I'm telling them how great they are and and they were kind of replying wait there's there's cookies there are recipes in this they haven't even read it I'm glad we're visiting it again. I do like the recipes in it. I think the recipes are definitely part of it, but the love interest rom-com holiday, it's actually kind of like Halloween Hallmark series. It is. It's kind of, I don't do a lot of Hallmark shows and I definitely don't read these kind of books very often, but these were fun. It felt like I was watching a Hallmark movie. Yeah, I was never a Hallmark girl until I met the Bliss Tribe and now I will watch Hallmark. Hallmark movies, which she is kind of like, who is this person that has gotten into my body? I don't know. But you're right. These read like Hallmark novels. So Donna Kaufman, yep. she is a best-selling author and she's from the Blue Ridge Mountains in Virginia. And I went to look on her site and unfortunately she has passed away. I did not know that part. I was very sad to hear that because she has written a plethora of books. Mm-hmm. And then we have Kate Angel, who mm-hmm. lives in Naples, Florida. She's an animal lover and a sports fan as well as a writer. Bookstores are her second home. I love that. Mm-hmm. And then Allison Charles lives in Northern California. And she used to be an attorney. And now she's <laughs> writing these books. I mean, go for it. Good for you. I wanted to find out more. How did this series become a thing? Obviously, somebody started this idea. Mm-hmm. I know Kate Angel, several of them. But I just wondered who came up with this Moonbright main idea. And then how do publishers kind of solicit people to to get in and and write these stories. I think it's just an interesting way to get a series going. And each one, definitely, you can tell there's different writers. Oh, yeah. Sometimes that's great and sometimes maybe not so great. Well, yeah, we're going to get into that before we go any further. What tea did you pick to go with our books? Okay, this book needs some good sweet teas, fall blend teas, right? So I got a Caramel Apple Dream by Celestial Seasonings and I've actually been drinking this tea quite a bit while reading and with some ginger snaps. It's caffeine free. So it's my little read this book and dunk a cookie, you know, after dinner thing. (laughs) Oh, ginger snaps and caramel apple. Mm -hmm. You you had me at caramel apple. Smells delicious. I mean, celestial seasons is seasonings is many people's go to brand of of tea. It's everywhere. It's in all the grocery stores and they, but they always have so many cool flavors. And I I had not seen this one before. I don't know if it's a new one or if it only comes out in the fall or it just was there when I was shopping a few weeks ago and I was like, 
oh, I know what that's going to be good for because <laughs> I knew this book was coming up. I had some pumpkin chai tea. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But I meant to tell you this and I thought to tell you three times and never said a word, but I ordered tea from Adagio uh -huh. and they had a box sampler of Wicked Teas. Mm. And look, look at the tins. Oh my gosh. They come in these little, like you remember the lip smacker balms <laughs> we used to get yes. with the slide top. That's what these are. They're they so, are so cute. cute. Look at the back. Even the back has detail. It's got the snakes yeah, on it. Got a little snakey snake on it. Yes. So for this, I've been trying them all out, but this is the pumpkin potion. It is caffeine free. It's got honey bush, roibus. I told Roy you Bus. how to pronounce it. <laughs> I still mess it up. Cinnamon cardamom. I knew you'd love that. Yep. Ginger, cocoa nibs, cardamom pods, natural flavor, white corn flowers, and safflower. Okay. And nice it blend. smells divine. The other ones are really good too. There's a candy apple one in the mix. If you want to try some cute teas, I don't know if they still have their Wicked Tea set, but it is so worth it. These tins are adorable. I really like the tins. That is really adorable. Yeah. You always want something to put your teas in if you get a couple of ounces. Right. And I it, keep them in bags. And I've traveling. Got jars, but that's perfect. And they sent me a lot of little extras too. We so love the extras. We love the extras. Got some other goodies as well with it. They do you right when you order from them. Mm -hmm. This is not sponsored, by the way, but definitely check them out. The link will be in the description box. So you said Adagio, right? Adagio. Adagio mm -hmm. tea. Cool. I like that name. We both want to thank you for giving us a listen. We would love it if you would leave comments or book suggestions and leave a five-star review on Apple or Spotify if you enjoy your time with us. Yes, that would be wonderful because we would like to hear what books you want to hear about and what teas we pair them with. What you think about these books? We can go through them book by book or we can go through our favorites and then maybe out of the okay. stories we'll see we'll see where we story? end up uh okay not really you know sometimes you get these little three and ones they do it a lot for christmas mm -hmm. these three and one romances okay. and they're mm -hmm. totally different stories but i love that all of these are tied into the same place and even though yes. it's three different authors they still refer to the people in the town mm -hmm. so the first story is kind of the anchor and the other stories are happening in the same town and they involve the characters from the first story. Yeah. So I thought that was really cute. Well, this bake shop, Bella Luna Bake Shop, I wish it was real because I really would like to go there. Oh, I know. And I would love to see what Sophia and Brie are always mm -hmm. cooking up. So we do get to see those characters throughout and they have some really interesting cookies. They all have a bit of Keebler magic. <laughs> Yes. Yeah. It's like garden spells. It's like garden spells. Where she spells cooked things or, into yep, the or, foods. Yes, that's right. That's what I was yeah. thinking of. It reminded me of that. It's like, mm -hmm. oh, there's a little something, something that they have this magical ability to match a cookie to your true love. Yes. And Sophia, who is the grandmother matriarch, grand matriarch of Bella Luna's mm -hmm. bake shop, has that knack. She knows who you belong with. Yeah. She does find a way to do that. Bella Luna has that gift of being able to see who belongs with whom, even if that's, people can't see it. That's right. This time of year is definitely full of their magical cookies and 
And when they see somebody in need, they might do a little special box for them. Oh, you looked a little down. Yes. Here is this young man. And I'm going to send them some cookies to take to your table like they did in the second book there. It was cute. Sent them with some cookies. So now that you say that, I kind of want to say my third story is my favorite because of how she was kind. She was so kind to others. And it wasn't just about the romance. It was about other things as well. Yes. So the three stories, we have the bake shop at Pumpkin and Spice. And that is the, like you said, the anchor story. And so that is Sophia and her granddaughter, Abriana Bella Luna (laughs) O'Neill. Known as Brie to her known friends. Known as Brie. And she is a young girl trying to get her magic to work. So all of the Bella Luna ladies have the ability to bake some magic, but hers keeps missing. She's trying to get her magic to work. So it does. I love it, it that she tastes the cookie and it uh-huh. tastes bad to her. Uh-huh. And then her love interest tastes it and it's just heavenly and it just melts in his mouth and it's yep. just, uh, and she does doesn't see that. Mm-hmm. That was funny. She kind of reminded me of Hannah Swenson mm-hmm. from Joanne Fluke. She's got a ton of them. The chocolate chip cookie murder, strawberry shortcake murder, and Hannah is a baker and she does cookies and has a cookie shop. So yeah, this Brie kind of reminded really in me that, of her. Yeah, she was yeah, the same type of character. Have you read any of those? No, I just am looking at them right now as you mentioned them. Bonus, they have lots of good recipes in them as well. If okay. you don't like romance books and stuff like that, get <laughs> this one for the recipes i have made the cookies and they are the bomb yes they really are they're all so good they did not last in my house very long i've got the stuff to make them i'm missing a few things i went to go make it something today i wanted to make the anisette cookies i got my flavoring and it says lard that i think i'm gonna use shortening i hope that makes everything okay yeah. and not Crisco. butter and i ran out of eggs this morning i was going why didn't i bake because i'm when i bought all this stuff i literally ran out of eggs and didn't feel like going up to the store but i am going to make them So I definitely have all the stuff because I think they sound delicious. And the second story was a girl named Cassandra who had a crappy little boyfriend. Well, it wasn't even a boyfriend. It was the guy she'd set her sights on. Oh, yeah. That was the one I was getting mixed up. Cassandra and Samuel. Samuel, who was kind of her boss, and she thought he was perfect, but he had had no interest in her whatsoever. That's right. That was the second one. Square peg, round Mm -hmm. hole. Mm Mm-hmm. And she's trying for all the wrong reasons to make this happen because he's stable and she's looking for someone stable in her life and against all everybody in the universe's better judgment. She's just bound and determined that this is going to be the guy. Can you imagine what life would be like with... Well, I can imagine as a young woman, you might have dated a few not so great guys and you might have had a type. (laughs) She said she had a type and her mom definitely had a type and she wanted nothing of that type. She didn't want any construction workers. She didn't want any musicians. It was just funny. And I felt like I had also have said that in my life before. (laughs) As a matter of fact, I'm quite certain I did. I'm not dating that guy no more. Well, yeah. And she did see him. He seemed like a nice guy. He just was clueless. But she was going to do this. And Chip comes in and eats the cookie that she had for Samuel. The cookie that was going to foretell her destiny. And this construction worker coming in to sign some insurance papers eats her cookie. (laughs) Oh, boy. Okay, that's not euphemistic by any means. All right. (laughs) 
And his name is Chip Nice, which is spelled G-N-E-I-S-S. I thought that was hilarious. And they make a reference to the Chip who <laughs> is in Texas. I was like, I get that. The Magnolia mm-hmm. Chip Gaines. I love yeah, it. It was definitely to evoke your Chip Gaines and home makeover guy. A home makeover guy is by all means every woman's dream, I'm sure. <laughs> Yeah. She's crazy about Halloween decorations and he came in to help her with that. There's a lot of humor in this story. They're slipping on the wax and her trying all these crazy ways of spells. And that's what was funny. She was doing all these crazy spells and doing kooky stuff to get him to be the one. And Chip is the one that she keeps bumping into and things are happening with. And all the signs are there that he is the guy. Walking backwards with a mirror. <laughs> There's some funny stuff. Making yep. the candles. So he burned them and it had her initials. And mm-hmm. it was really. And then they both desperate. get covered with everything. It was very funny. I thought that book was really well written, by the way. Definitely some, some hot romance in there, but it was also cute, funny, and charming. Yeah, that's it. It wasn't cheesy. It was charming. It really yeah. was because that could have gone into real cheeseville. Yeah. I think really, that, um, really easily. There are some. Several in the series, as I was reading some other reviews and people who have read them, there are some that actually get pretty steamy. That's your style. Not in this book. It was all pretty your standard rom-com TV sphere. But there are some that they were saying that I read that that some of the stories get a little more hot and heavy. So I guess you can pick out of the nine, you might find your more preferred style of read. So I think that's pretty cool too. I did like them all. There's a time and a place. Yeah. Sometimes it's nice just to have something light and easy to read that has a little fun. It's got recipes in it. I'm in it. I'm in it to win it. I love them. I'll get through anything to get through the recipes. Well, the food descriptions in there are really good anyway. Oh, yeah. You know, th- so oh, yeah. that's there's your uh, that's food porn is a, is a delicious porn as well. Well, I guess <laughs> that's what I've evolved into. <laughs> the last one, the way it started, I didn't read it right. I didn't get what he was saying. I don't know why. But then I read it again. I was like, oh, that is horrible. We're breaking up. That's not me. It's you. Yes. He was a jerk. And so that was, there was a little bit of revenge in that. Out of all three of them, the writing in that one did. Very stilted. That's what I was saying. It was five, five word sentences over and over again. And I cannot stand that. But that was the only, I mean, and that's a big thing. So to me, that's a big thing. But the storyline itself had some merit and it was funny. And there was the trying to find the costume. There was definitely getting some revenge back on the cruddy boyfriend who doesn't think you're worth it and then you actually become someone who's in charge of something that he he wish he had been nicer to you about. Oh, yeah. So that part was good. But the writing in that one to me was the least. It's funny that we both thought that. Mm-hmm. When I was reading it, it was just kind of okay. I, I am reading it like this because she has such short sentences. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> I hope this gets better. I don't remember <laughs> getting so still, you know, I don't remember this the first yeah. time I read it. But I probably thought the same thing. Once you get into the story, Mm. it gets better. It's something you're going to read when you're traveling around or you want to just take it easy on the sofa while your husband's watching a football game and you don't maybe want to watch that. Maybe you do. But if there's something else that you don't want to tune into, it's a good, quick, easy type of book to read. Getting into the seasons, if you like reading seasonal books, this one is a really cute one to read. To start, this is a good one to have. Mm -hmm. I have to agree with that part. It was fun. 
for me to have that going on. My husband kept walking in because I had a lot of the audiobook rolling. I got that off of Hoopla, I think. I had the audiobook. And he's like, what are you listening to? Because he would always walk in when something ridiculously descriptive <laughs> about busting out of their dress or something. And I'm like, I try to turn it off. I'm like, I'm sorry. I just want to listen to this book. It's embarrassing to listen to out loud a little bit for me. I don't know. It just was. Just don't you worry about it. (laughs) That's what I do. I come home. I listen to my book. I cook or whatever. Get things done around the house. That's my routine. The town of Moonbright does seem like an interesting kind of place where everything just comes alive during this time of year to this big parade. The parade is the biggest thing. Yes. And everybody's involved. I mean, everybody brings their Mm jack-o'-lanterns and they line them up down the street and they have floats and they have local people doing things and everybody dresses up. They even have a pumpkin queen. That rides in the Cadillac and the first story is tied into that because one of the characters in that is the one who drives the Cadillac every year. They had to make sure they got that, that got that in place. And it, I like how at the end it all ties, it ties everything together because you read about the parade from three different perspectives, Mm -hmm. but it always ends with the parade. Cool. Yeah. So overall, I was thrilled with it. I'd really, like you said, I'm more excited about the recipes. You will love recipes. You really will. We are all about recipes in this month a little bit. I think we're going to hit a couple more. Oh, yeah. You know I'm all about recipes. I want to talk about Edna Miller, who is in the last one. And this is why the third one is my favorite. Because she is this crotchety old woman. She's in her 80s. She wants to be the pumpkin queen. She calls everybody a nickname. She calls you pumpkin head, pumpkin guts. Um, She's always got a name for somebody. And she just is not, she's real abrasive. And the main character in the third story ends up being the chairperson of the parade. She's in charge of event planning. And so she has to deal with her along with all the other people that are vying for attention and want things from the parade. And I like that the story doesn't just focus on the romance. It really puts Edna in there and her story starts to unveil itself to us. And it ends up being a really feel-good story. I mean, Mm -hmm. there's your hall mark moment there and not Mm -hmm. just the romance part it's just a really feel-good ending to it and I loved it and you kind of knew it was going to happen because it's the beginning they say what happens in the parade but to hear the story behind it is really cool so yes it was just a feel-good story With great Mooney Mooney McBright. <laughs> Mooney McBright. That's right. I love that. Yeah, Definitely it give it a try. I mean, it, it might not be up your alley if you're not into these kinds of books, but I am not so much into those and I've enjoyed them. So I there like you go. That's right. You can, all books are good if you give them a chance in some way, I think. Well, yeah, I like to think most of them are. Of course. And they hit you in different ways and different mm-hmm. seasons. I wish I had a physical copy. I have only read all my Kindle, mm-hmm. but I love it because of the cover. The covers get me for books. Oh, I'm a yeah. sucker for a good cover. And I would love to have that one because, you know, I've got my Halloween books displayed in 
that would be mm -hmm. really pretty to set out at fall. It is. They have, they have cute covers. Yeah, they do. They're real pretty covers. It's just a good feel book. Makes you feel good. Makes you get into the season. Maybe make you want to break out to the kitchen. It did make me want to make some cookies. And I really actually started looking up a lot of different Italian dessert cookies. And what is an Italian cream? And how's that different than a custard? And what's inside mm -hmm. of a cannoli? I mean, I started going deep on some of these desserts that they were describing because I wanted to know the difference. So I'm excited about what I'm going to make. I wish I would have had a chance today to do it. Things just got in my way, but I'm going to be doing it when I get back next week. So I'm going to be gone next week. Yeah, I know. I will miss you. Well, I guess we could talk about our teas and pumpkin and spice and bake shops. <laughs> Everything nice. <laughs> exactly. All night long. That's and right. talk about recipes. I could give you some good ones. Oh, talk about Hannah Swenson and her molasses crackle recipe. Girl. Mm-mm-mm. I want to try another Donna Kaufman book. Oh, okay. I want to look at her I don't know what huge else. repertoire of, she's got like 70 books that she wrote. Yeah, I saw that. Talking like a plethora of books. I would like to see one of her books on its own. I could even do one of these three for one Christmas books just to get me in the mood. Mm -hmm. <laughs> It'll get you in the mood. Okay. All of Donna Kaufman books are definitely going to get somebody in the mood. <laughs> Well, there's nothing wrong with that. Walk on the wild side. Oh, I got to read that one. Relax. The heat of the night. The heat of the night. You have to read it with expression, shell. The uh, heat of the night. The big bad wolf tells <laughs> all. You like that one? Can we use that with fractured fairy tales? I don't think so. <laughs> okay. She has... I don't know. She has a lot. She has three musketeer books. You know what? We should each read a different one and then <laughs> I we podcast tell you what. and tell each other about them. We'll do a book uh, report. We'll do a Donald well, Coffin book I report. I tell you, she's probably very famous in the circles of those kinds of novels. People who love them. People love those kinds of novels. And there are people who read them voraciously. Exclusively. exclusively. And that's perfect. She's probably mm -hmm. sorely missed. And I'm glad at least I know who she is now. Yeah, that's true. I wanted to look her up to see if possibly since she's in Virginia, it'd be somebody we could visit if she does an author signing or a book talk or something. But I was very sad to see that yeah. she was no longer with us. But we will continue her legacy by reading maybe another one of her books. I will at least. We may not talk about it here. It's on my list of things to read. Cool. Okay. We will be back. Same tea time, same tea channel next week with a new book, which I'm really excited about. I did not think I was going to like this book this much. I am just sucked into it. Yeah. I read it pretty fast everybody has told me to read it so i'm finally mm -hmm. finally 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 doing it that's part of why i didn't want to read it because everybody's reading it i don't always jump on the bandwagon for books like that i don't know what yeah. it is about me it's i guess the rebel in me that goes against i'm there the with grain. you that's why we that's why we have all, you never know what's going to be on our list you just don't know no that's can't, right can't always pick it all right well we'll see you next time and until then read, read and, and I get my little, my little. Got your when witches. Oh, I love that when witches go riding and black cats are seen. Mm. The moon laughs and whispers. Tis near Halloween. This is me and my two black kitties. Aw, that was me sitting outside this morning with my coffee. Yeah, I was just watching the moon. Yeah, the moon is right. awesome. I know, beautiful, 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 beautiful. <laughs>